Beyond diesel boats, they call us bubble in. Our blood is laced with diesel smoke for sailors to the end. Our diesels wind through the salty brine until we take her deep. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pair of Kings podcast. I am your host, Saul Thompson. You can find me on Instagram at Saul Thompson. I'm joined this week by my wonderful co-host. I'm Michael Smith. You can find me on Instagram at at underscore Smithstagram. And um, Michael, you're, what, fresh back from Taiwan as of, what, four days ago? Uh, Three days ago? Three days, I think. I got back on Saturday night. It is now uh, four days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It feels like um, I'm on a real fucked up time schedule. Tell you what. Um, is, is jet lag still getting you? Yeah, I wake up at like 5 or 6 a.m. every morning. Nice. Or I have for the last. I get really tired at about 8. And then I wake up at 5 a.m. And I've been going on. Like I went to the gym really early in the morning. And this morning we went on like a four mile walk. Um, at four in the morning? But it was like six by the time we were out. I was going to say, I've walked around Boston a few times at like four in the morning. It's like Silent Hill. Like it's, it's oh, yeah. covered in fog, completely quiet, like scary. I do that a lot. <laughs> I have a, I have like a lot of like sleep issues. I wake okay. up really early all the time and just cannot get back to sleep for the life of me. Um, and I, I started looking into like sleep hygiene shit. And like part of it is, uh, you can't lay in bed trying to sleep because it'll make things worse yeah. for your like future sleeps. So I started getting up and going for walks. Um, usually I just pick a random coffee shop like within a reasonable distance and walk to that. Um, what time do they open? Well, yeah, like some of them open at like seven. Okay. I was going to so say it's just... like three in the morning and you're stalking around the streets and like, <laughs> I don't go at three. If it's three, I'll just go like sit on the couch or something. Um, okay. But if I wake up at five, I will just stay awake probably, and I will like get dressed and go for a walk. Mm. Um, and I have explored a lot of uh, a lot of my city doing that. It's really fun. Nice. Yeah, that is a yeah. good way to do it. I mean, genuinely, just walking around. I found that having a dog is really really helpful, just because it forces mm. you to go out and walk. Um, and I mean, if you're intentional, yeah, but you're not. Just... You do not have a far radius with that dude. His legs are. <laughs> you're you're. Kind of off base, Anna and I went to Rome last year, and we walked 11, 12, and then 13 miles back to back to back, and he was with us the whole time. Really? Oh, yeah. Do you no, make carry him at all, or does he just I'll carry along? him like upstairs or downstairs, mm-hmm. just because I don't like him doing stairs for his back, but no, he's 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 a trooper. That's cool. I've taken uh, like six, seven mile hikes. Like He loves it. Respect. All right. All right. Sorry for underestimating the little man. Have you... like? Not to not to flex my dog, but he's like he's kind of jacked. Like it's kind of yeah, scary sometimes. <laughs> I have seen him. I've yeah. gone. I've walked with him. Yeah. So he's he's a strong little dude. He uh he's got that dog in him, quite literally, he, and around him. He is dog. <laughs> oh, um, let's let's lead it off. Let's let's get a fit check. Uh, I do want to hear more about Taiwan, but um, mm. suppose this is a fashion podcast. We should lead with that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to lie because right now I'm wearing Nike track pants and, uh, uh, so that's the truth. (laughs) That's your leg. I'm wearing Nike track pants and a champion hoodie, but up until five minutes ago, I was wearing, um, 
white Ramones, uh, black cargo pants, Rick, the, the super glued tailored cargo pants that super I bought. Glued, from sure. <laughs> the real, real, uh, uh, double layer shirt and a, and a JMF blazer. JMF? Yeah, it's it, Rick, Rick Owens, JMF blazer. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. You think, come on, come on. Um, so I was wearing basically like a Rick Owens Mastodon runway suit mm. of sorts. Nice. What? What's what you got on? Well, I've been super sick for the past couple of days, so I will also lie. Um, I uh, currently wearing uh, Fragment Jordan ones, um, a pair of really expensive socks, um, Chrome Hearts Levi's five hundred ones. They're a size twenty four. Um, a uh, Saint Laurent uh, half bleached dyed flannel, like straight out of twenty sixteen. Um, and then a capital, uh, hat, um, that says, um, have to do the washing. I hate my father. Um, my mom is a bit bitch. I don't know what goes on those hats, but See, yep. you're lying in that. You're talking about what you had on just a few minutes ago. And I'm yeah. lying because I'm talking about stuff I don't even own. I've, um, I've been like basically bedridden for a few days. And so I've just spent a lot of time on Instagram, just like trying to you know, distract uh, unlike normal. Music. No, I mean, usually I have my time limit set to like 10 to 15 minutes. Um, yeah. and I'll maybe be on it. You know, you click ignore a few times. So it ends up being like 30. Um, my time has gone up to like four hours, which is such a sad statement to say. <laughs> I've gotten really bad about the ignore button. It no yeah. longer works. Yeah. You I just get keep... um, one sec. What's that? It forces you, it's like a 10, so if you open an app, it forces you to stare at a screen for 10 seconds and then click, yes, I did want to open the app before opening the app. Oh, I keep getting Twitter uh, ads for that thing. It does work. I have it linked to my Twitter um, because I saw it on Twitter and I was on Twitter too much. And I went from opening Twitter like 40 times a day to opening it like five. Mm, I should try it. Yeah, it's not bad. Shout out. That stuff only works for like, a little bit and then my brain just registers that that's part of the process and then it it starts i just start doing it again um, what happened to you making tiktoks i enjoyed your your outfit ones where did that i made go? a cup i've made like well i guess i should make more i i feel like i don't have like i made like a fun like overly like overly shot getting ready video but i, I can't just keep doing the same one over and over again yeah i mean Part of me is like, I don't want to make content like that or not. Sorry, excuse me. I don't want to make content just for the sake of making content. I'd like to do it for yeah. fun. And so something I'm like, oh, it'd be a bit more natural to do is if we do have somebody on the podcast and we're in New York City, just be like, hey, you want to walk and get, I don't know, go thrift shopping or go to your favorite yeah. store or something for 10 minutes and you can just like poke around. I, I've, uh, I've made three TikToks so far. Nice. So I'm. <laughs> Oh, and I'm, I'm not trying to i just like am messing around with it yeah i i don't think i have it in me to be like a post to get ready with me video every day that's basically the same thing over and over again i uh from being on instagram a lot the number of like get ready with me that instantly become like quick i'm gonna get naked videos yeah. it's incredible like i it's insane it's either you know can can men wear heels and it's a bad fit with heels or it's come get ready with me and it's a guy or a woman in their underwear um, yeah. for most of the video. And like 
I should I do know. one that's can men wear heels and it's just me in my underwear wearing heels. Oh god. Just yeah. standing there. Just like No, you have to do the um the get ready with me wobble. There's something that? I'm like coining. They, I, in every video, it seems like everybody making them has the inability to like stand straight in a line. They have to be like slightly moving back and forth in a way that they think looks casual, but just sort of looks like a character select screen from like mm. Tekken 4. I guess it was more of a, it's not really the way Tekken 4 character select works. It's like Do Virtual not Fighter. nitpick the Tekken in this joke. I love Tekken. <laughs> I know, it's like my favorite about to fighting get, game franchise. You're about to get into it. Well, I love Tekken. <laughs> this, that's more of a Tekken 6 wobble. But that they're coming out with a new one um and i'm hoping it's good i mean tekken's a pretty tried and true formula i don't know um before i start Are talking there... too much about tekken huh oh yeah I'm, i'll ask you this question later okay you i'm a tekken ask question are there innovations in tekken games or is it just better graphics of the same punch so yeah there, there are i i wouldn't say innovations but they do well to improve on certain characters combo strings so it's not just mm. like you're getting off a great combo because the code is janky it's like you actually have to have good timing um and play out the combo sort of as it was designed um mm. some of the creators in the space will do pretty in-depth combo setups that aren't necessarily intentional but it is clear that the moves can be chained into others and mm. it's just sort of up to them to figure out the different lines that you can take for mix-ups creators um, in the tekken space well no like people who play the game competitively oh no no i don't get don't get me wrong I'm, that's not critiquing that's impress yeah so I'm impressed it's i mean the game has obviously changed a lot um and there's been a lot of i wouldn't say jank because it's always been a pretty polished game but i think it just plays very fluidly now um i saw you... actually i saw a preview tournament of the new tekken i think okay i haven't actually like I, 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 it was either that or Street Fighter, and I, you know, pretty sure it was Tekken. Um, yeah. Like I saw, I saw people playing it in a tournament, like early access for some promo shit at the nerd convention I went to. Mm. It looks cool. Mm. No, Tekken's always been cool. Like they've added some stuff. Like um, there were like uneven stages um, mm. at a certain point in the new game. They've added so Tekken is a pretty ground based game. It's more of like a. What if two people were to actually like people aren't going to be launching themselves into the air? Obviously, it's a fucking jaguar doing like a rolling death combo. You know, it's like it's it's fantasy, but yeah, um, they've done or they've added in a few characters. They added in Akuma from Street Fighter who plays like a Street Fighter fighter, hmm. um, but it's very different to the way that Tekken has been played um, in general. Yeah, I don't know. There it's it's pretty cool. Tekken innovations. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Tekken. Um, We're disrupting the Tekken space. She tech on my Ken till I four. I don't know. Mm, workshop. Tell me, it. tell me more about uh, tell me more about Taiwan. It was so cool. Uh, I love that place. Um, it's really crazy to be some somewhere where um everything's affordable. <laughs> I came back, like you know, it's like th things are a normal price which are like a low price and then i came back and i had to pay like four dollars for a water bottle at the airport and i was like come on um the food is incredible there's like nowhere that i didn't have a single bad meal and i didn't i was like indiscriminate about where i got food from there's just like everyone selling food on the street or in like any restaurant pretty much is guaranteed to be good food um Damn. 
they just love food and they're all really like dedicated to it. Um, beautiful. It's really fun. And I met Fiona's family. How did that go? That was fine. Well, I mean, I met I met the extended family. I've already met like parents and all that, but nice. Yeah, it was cool. Had fun. Did you, did you find anything cool there? Did you, I don't know, see any cool new brands? Did you go shopping at all? You had that Vogue video drop on like Vogue Taiwan, which I don't I, know why. No, it's clear you two were just doing a press tour. You know, you can't <sighs> be shameless about it. No, I, for some reason that like, I don't know. Someone, so we, we met someone at a store who was like, hey, I recognize you guys. And he took a picture of us and posted it on his Instagram. Um, and then, like a couple days later, Vogue Taiwan reposted the like translated version of a video we did months ago. Okay, cool. Um, it wasn't it wasn't a new video; it was just the same one. Yeah. But, um, and I don't know if it's just like someone from Vogue Taiwan happened to follow him or something. Anyways, made friends. A few people recognized us, and that was weird. <laughs> That's kind of cool. I've been recognized a few times in New York and all of the interactions have been overwhelmingly like upbeat and very kind. Mm. Saul like, from, like, from Pair of Kings. Literally. They're like, oh, you're Saul. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. And they're like, oh, cool. Like, good to meet you. And they'll just like dap mm. me up and then walk away. It's like, okay, cool. Oh, I uh, I met someone in my neighborhood who recognized me from the pod. No way. Um, I feel rude for forgetting names. Are you moving? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh <laughs> I have to go. Um, <laughs> souped up Benadryl. That's who it was. Oh, okay, cool. That's a great, um, that's a great ad. <laughs> shout out, souped up Benadryl. Um, yeah, I and now I have to go. <laughs> I can't have them knowing where I am. Yeah. Um, but yeah, are you are you Saul from Deadstock Report? <laughs> Do I still have that in my bio? I should probably change that. I feel bad. I don't write for him at the moment. Oh, don't you? No, it's been um. Dom, Jared, and I think Wade's been handling a lot of it right now. Hmm. They've had some some bangers. Yeah, they've been they've been great. I've just had no time to do it. I feel really bad. Yeah, fair enough. You got ten other jobs going on. Um. Okay. Well, that's an updated Instagram bio. Um. I'm saying I'm a lot. I'm gonna knock that off. Uh. Fuck. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, oh man, I got. I got the coolest shirt in the world from Taiwan. Okay. The the Tom and Jerry one. Did oh, you what see does it, it say? I remember you sending a picture, but I don't remember it. what it actually said. Dead space to cut out there. It's <laughs> it's difficult to know what it says because it's it's not legible. It says Tom and Jerry and it's got three pictures of like a very sort of badly drawn Tom and Jerry. And then it says into forget. Capable of being only Bedford, friendly. So they got like the lorem ipsum from pages to fill in. That's sick. I, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stores around that have like just a bunch of Korean t-shirt brands in them. Okay, and the Korean t-shirt brands all just sort of like they're either copy pasting Wikipedia articles. Like there was one that was like about like the moon, and it just had like what is clearly like. A Wikipedia description of the moon okay. in text on it, or like weird nonsensical things that almost seem like they follow like a streetwear brand type deal. We should exclusively go to wear these or switch over. Yeah, wearing they're really these. funny. I had I, I I got some good ones. Do you remember? Um, there was this streetwear brand, like must have been three or four years ago, that claimed that they had done an official partnership with um 
it's something like the the national arctic exploration something you know like the united states arctic exploration expeditions and it turned out that like the logo because it's a government funded thing is technically under creative commons and so they were just like using the logo and claiming a partnership um and using like all of their material like quoting it saying it was official like all this stuff that's crazy i don't remember who this was but it was really funny to me (laughs) did they get in trouble for it I think they got asked to like take it down because I don't know if you're allowed to profit from it. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, you can technically say that we work with the IRS, right? Like, <laughs> this is a pair of kings podcast brought to you by the IRS. Uh, file your taxes. Oh, should. I don't know. I got a nice return this year. Uh, I got not a nice return. Really? Yeah. Huh. I. I. Yeah. You got to do that home office itemized deduction, my boy. Man, I don't know what a deduction is. <laughs> You're leaving money on the table, dog. Nah, I don't know what tables are. The rational argument, the virgin rational argument versus the Chad, nah. <laughs> nah, yeah. Um. Okay, so we haven't done this in a while, but we went to the Instagram for some questions. Um. Honestly, I am quite sick and couldn't come up with a game Um. over the past couple of days. Sorry about that, everybody. But we are leaning on our wonderful community to ask some questions. Michael and I will answer them. Um, Michael, this question comes from stansfield.harry. Um, they ask, is there an item that you've bought for the bit that you've actually ended up wearing regularly? I wear Rick Owens, man. It was all for the bit. (laughs) I don't know, actually. Uh, yes, actually that, and I say that as a joke about Rick Owens, but that is kind of how I got into Balenciaga Mm. is like, I saw the, I love techno hoodie and I was like, that's like funny. And it was cheap and I bought it. And then I was like, oh, this fits like perfect. And then, <laughs> and then now look at me. Yeah. What's yours? Um, I mean, I've told the story on the podcast before, but like my sophomore year of college, I had that Peppa Pig Gucci hat that I got for like, or my friend got for me for like $3. I wore that like every day for a year. It's I, so I hope I have a picture of it somewhere. Hold on. Oh, be being a douchebag on somebody's Snapchat story with it on, but I've lost a lot of my photos. So. So you know that you know no one listening to the podcast is going to be able to see it, right? No, I mean, but who knows? I I can I can release that photo for everybody to laugh with me. Peppa Pig Gucci goes hard. Yeah, God, I was such a douchebag my freshman year of college. Everybody going into college, don't reinvent yourself. It's not worth it. If you're going into college, um, I think you should reinvent yourself once every couple of months. <laughs> Um, start with a British accent and then lose it around the second quarter. I was going to do that with a Southern accent. <laughs> my, <laughs> like my, my job. Abrupt stop or taper off? Uh, I was thinking abrupt stop. Yeah. I also <laughs> did a photo shoot <laughs> in 2018. Mortifying. Um, God damn. I was really trying hard, wasn't I? Um, God. Oh, there it is. Oh, this photo is <laughs> so bad. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I did love that Peppa Pig Gucci hat, though. It got disgusting after a year because it was white. Um, oh, my God. I can't believe you look like that. What What, what does that mean? <laughs> you just look so, like, smooth. I have really and, good like, skin. I mean, you still have really good skin, but something about this looks, like, fake. <laughs> I facetuned it? Yeah. Oh, my God. And this picture. What have you done, man? What do you mean? Shirtless in a bucket hat? <laughs> I was cool boy too. What are you talking about? Soft draped blue curtains behind you. Real like real like smarmy lighting. 
Why did you send me this? I was telling you, I did a I did a photo shoot back in like 2018. You like sent me that? You're like, oh, sorry, wrong pick. Here's the Peppa Pig one. Did you like it? Uh, uh, we got another question from Ethan Sparks, S-P-A-R-K-E-S. How old is Leo? Also, Saul, are we still stealing groceries in 2023? What's the move? Um, Leo was four. Uh, he was born in 2019. But uh, yes, we are still stealing groceries. If you live near a major grocery chain, obviously, this is not advice. This is a joke. Uh, go in and steal as many things as you can. You don't owe them a thing. Um, spices are the easiest to steal because they're very expensive, but also small. Second are uh, sausages, things like dried cured meats. Um, pine nuts are a great one because you can use them to make pesto. Um, <laughs> and a great tip, if you buy grapes, just eat them as you walk around the store. They can't stop you. Uh, Th- that's a joke, by the way. That's not real. Oh, yeah. Completely joking. Uh, saffron is the most expensive uh, material in the world per pound. Um, and it's free. Um, the uh, sort of a for, here's here's a question. Sort of the uh, the inverse of the first one that was asked. Um, from Lit Swag Cool. Uh, Great name. <laughs> looking back, what was your most embarrassing Grail that you luckily never got? Never got. Yeah, it's like what was the thing that if you had money back then? And I have a lot of these. Okay. And I recently remembered one. Okay. Um, because I was talking to someone about workwear stuff. There's this uh duck canvas vest from Rising Sun Co. Okay. Um just like it looks, you know, it's like a waistcoat style vest. Like it's mm-hmm. like slightly like higher button than a waistcoat, I guess, but it's like three three or four buttons down the front and it's just like duck canvas. And I was like when I was like 17, 18, I thought this was the coolest thing in the world. Uh and now when I look at pictures of it, it's like the dorkiest thing I've ever seen. Like Google uh, Rising Sun Co. Duck Vest. And I'm positive that someone could pull this off in a really cool way. But there is not a single good picture of it on the internet. I'm, I'm, it's, oh, oh, oh. God. <laughs> Michael. I And I'm willing to bet there's been no pictures. Like there haven't been new pictures posted of it since I was into it it's just that all of the pictures are uh i just never realized that those pictures were horrible back then this yeah, like this, look at- this screams like adult virgin like uh, there's one picture of a guy wearing like tapered jeans too many cuffs dress boots button-up shirt with the collar popped uh thick knit sweater over it and then this vest just buttoned yeah, once at the top I, I have you found that yeah it's i can't believe i looked at that picture and i was like that guy's fucking killing it that's a bit tough i'm not gonna lie to you that one's hard to top and then after that it was it was fear of god long flannels with the zips at the back so really uh it was such a good thing that i didn't have that like i was working for like ten dollars an hour for as long as i was yeah um one of them off the top i was really obsessed with uh saint laurent back in 2016 as i'm sure most people were um but i I mentioned it earlier those fucking bleached plaid flannels yeah that were going for like six seven hundred dollars i was ready i was like i need one of these like this is what's going to get me some attention in fucking what junior year of high school like this is the piece bro and i remember it was huge on Oh, it wasn't fashion reps back then. It was um 
Oh, there was another like, or it might have been fashion reps. There was like another fake thread, and I was trying to find a fake one, and I was like, oh, it needs to be one to one. Like the kids in my high school are gonna know what a fake <laughs> Saint Laurent flannel jacket or shirt's gonna look like. I don't know. I was obsessed with it. Very glad I didn't buy it. I was also really obsessed with all of the dress shirts that they made that were like hyper skinny. Um, mm. I'm so glad I didn't buy them. There was one with guns all over it, which is just so like I'm in high school and need to be edgy and cringy. Yeah. Oh, I'm so I'm so happy that I didn't buy that. I have a long list, I think, of like like we could do a whole podcast oh, on oh, things yeah. that I things that I would have bought that would have like ruined the trajectory of my life irreparably. I gotta find the photo. There's a photo of me. So we're again. not doing Saul looks for pot Saul looks for photos podcast. Here's a photo of me looking really feminine. <laughs> Here's um, a photo of me looking for photos. I look so good in that photo. Um okay. Next question coming from this is actually a good question that I'd like to talk about. Uh, I don't Fleish Kedong F L E I S C H K L E I Sure. How often do you guys wash your clothes? Do I what? Wash your clothes. What? Wash your clothes. How often do you not wash- familiar? I do laundry probably once a week, but for things, um, I will mostly hang dry everything. And then mm. for anything that's like really nice, I'll just take to the dry cleaners um, every two or three wears. I don't believe in dry cleaners. Really? It's a myth created by Big Dry Clean. I'll fucking hand wash anything. Big I, Laundry uh, wants really you to do, dry clean. I like dry cleaning for um, button downs and for suits. Um, just because I have had really shitty experiences with throwing, believe me, a suit in the wash. And then the, um, what's it called? The, uh, the hemming on the bottom and the... Like, I don't know what the fucking tailoring word is, but it got like wavy. And so when I wear the suit, it just looks really weird. And even after I iron it, it just pulls in a really weird way. Well, that's Um, because ironing it will also make it pull. Yeah. So I didn't know how to get that out. So I just go to a dry cleaner. It's like, there's one up the street. It's 15 bucks. I get my suit cleaned twice a year, once a year, probably. I don't wear a suit that much, but yeah, it's worth Uh, it. Differing timescales. I hand wash everything that's not socks and underwear with some exceptions. Wait, you you don't hand wash? I hand wash pretty much everything. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I have some like like shirts made of normal shirt material that I will just throw in the wash. Sure. Um, those I wash pretty close to every time I wear them, but I'm maybe not that good about it because sometimes it's winter and I don't sweat at all. And uh, pants I almost never wash because I'm a I'd agree raw denim spillover boy. Um. But and okay, like, so I, I guess a lot of my stuff that I end up washing is stuff I wear, like basic t-shirts, things I wear to the gym, underwear, socks. Um, hmm. I, like I'd say any like nice fashion purchase, if it is a t-shirt, which isn't like a nice fashion purchase, I will wash on cold and then hang dry. Um, yeah. It hasn't failed me yet. Um, no, it's it's valid. Yeah. I, um, is he valid, ladies and gentlemen? Is he the freshest stuff valid? out of the dry cleaner? Um, the um, uh, I don't dry i like dry clean almost nothing um i very rarely wash suits and uh like sweaters and like wool pants i will just wash at home in a sink oh i i i don't usually wash my sweaters yeah and if it well, if you do you can just you can just hand wash them yeah some of them i take to a, i've taken one or two sweaters i've like spilled something on them and i take them to the dry cleaner and they've gotten all the stains out big laundry man yeah trying to get you <laughs> big laundry <laughs> big laundry I, uh, wants I, you to think dry cleaners are real 
I love my local dry cleaners. Like I go in and they're super like traditional Boston guys. And so I like walk in, hey guys, like what's going on? They're like, ah, look who it is. Like, what do you have you what have you got for us this time? I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, oh, you know, a couple of sweaters, pair of pants, my suit. And they're like, ah, it's a nice sweater. Sweater. Nice sweater. Saint Laurent. I like that. <laughs> they're great guys though. I, I I don't know. Um I also I I don't have a dry cleaner I trust. I'm always scared that I'll never get it back. It takes it does take some time to build trust. I um I've had a dry cleaner destroy something of mine, which was really upsetting. Um yeah. and then they destroyed something of my girlfriend's and we both uh she got her money back. I did not. Um, the dry cleaning money. Yeah, because we had taken pictures of it before we got it dry cleaned. <laughs> it was <laughs> a it was a Ghani sweater, like a cashmere sweater. And we laid it out the night before because it had gotten a stain on it and we took a picture of it. Um, I don't know why. I think we were trying. We tried to do it ourselves, uh, but we, mm. you know, dried it two days later. I guess we took it to the dry cleaner and we got it back. And half of the sweater was shrunken to like baby size, and half of it was normal. And they were like, "Oh, this is the way that it was before. This is the way it came to us." And I was like, "Do you think I'm stupid? Like, I, think I walked in here with like Quasimodo as my girlfriend, <laughs> and so they tried to claim that it wasn't them. They tried to fix it over the course of like two months." And we had the pictures and they were like, okay, rather than deal with you guys torching our reputation, which also we weren't going to like Karen out. We were like, hey, can you just try and fix this? Um, they were like, hey, we'll just give you a full refund for whatever the cost of the sweater was. Um, oh, they, they refunded the sweater cost. Yeah, which was really nice. Okay. Like, I have no idea what they did to fuck up the sweater that much. It was comical. God, I wish I still had a photo of that, but I don't. Let me look. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We, we got to find one question that doesn't make you look for a picture. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, Vans in the Met Gala, shout out Christian, asks... Um, <laughs> such a silly-ass question. He says, favorite fashion game mode. What does that mean? Uh, favorite fashion game mode. Favorite fashion game mode. I personally like quick play. Uh, I'm not really one. I, I don't have that streak in me to go competitive. Um, plus, I don't think that my, my MMR is that great, my matchmaking rating. Um, and the casual games are just too casual for me. I prefer quick play. Just get some friends, make a three or four stack, go in there and tear it up. <laughs> what about you, Michael? Favorite game mode? I kind of like capture the flag. Um, I just think it's a little more interesting than your standard deathmatch. Um Battle Royale can be fun too, um, especially if you can do doubles. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, it's nice to find someone that you really operate well with. Um, <laughs> just, I don't have enough video game talk to do that bit. I'm sorry. I'm very glad that we're bringing back um, Fit Battles. Yes. Like, there's such an old internet relic, but I, I, Michael was involved in- involuntarily in a Fit Battle the other day, which was hysterical. I don't know. He texts me. He's like, I'm in a Fit Battle. It's <laughs> like, oh, congrats, man! Like, you did it! Like, great job! <laughs> I, someone, someone who posts fit battles apparently every day. Every day, it seems that way. <laughs> he, uh, he's he like puts out open calls for people to submit, but I guess there wasn't there was an uneven number of submissions that day, <laughs> and he just fucking took one of my pictures from a couple months ago and threw it in the rankings and tagged me. Did you win? And I, I think so. Okay. But I hate that because uh, it seems to everyone else like I was like, yeah, man, put me in. Put me in. Let me do the fit battle. Against- well, it's, it's you and a bunch of like 15-year-olds who are rep Rick and like listen to Ken Carson. And all the pictures are them like sitting down, kind of like slumped over. 
hats covering their faces. It's not uh, the it's not the it's not the hat. It's the um like the yeet turban, but they like oh yeah a, a shiesty. Yeah, <laughs> man, it's been a funny place on the internet because I also like that was that was yesterday, and then today, um, some guy last night at 10 p.m. messaged me like a really bad screenshot of like like allegedly leaked <laughs> nudes and then a screenshot of my profile <laughs> somehow implying that like because he has a picture of someone naked and a picture a screenshot of my profile he has like nudes of me and he's like i'll send them to your family give me a 500 dollars steam gift card and then he sent me screenshots which i think are doctored of him saying hey to a bunch of people who uh i follow or who follow me okay like he sent the same thing to fiona allegedly but she doesn't have anything in her inbox so he just like either sent it unsent it or he sent or he like made a screenshot of him like messaging fiona that guy really wants like rainbow six siege <laughs> yeah but like 10 copies of it he really needs a uh, team fortress 2 crate key <laughs> he's, he's, he's gunning for that uncommon so yeah i have no idea and i just sent him back the same screenshot and as the same like leaked nudes picture and a screenshot of his profile and said that i had his <laughs> and i was like give me a 500 dollars steam gift card he didn't um i actually have a story about this my uh junior year of co- or, uh, high school i i used to play a lot of competitive golf and i was always traveling and somebody added me on Snapchat, which wasn't like uncommon because I had a really good name on Snapchat. It was just S-O-L-T. And so I'd get mm. a ton of random ads, but it was a girl and she had like some like ex-friends in common. And so I like I added her. I was like, oh, maybe she's from another school or something. I don't know. I was in, you know, you're like a girl. School. Yeah, I was like, let's go. Like, so she sends me a picture of herself and I don't know, just like normal looking girl, like whatever. And we start messaging back and forth and she's trying to convince me over the span of like 45 minutes to an hour to send her nudes. Um, And I was like, no, like I'm not, you know, my parents, you know, raised me very well. They're like, never do that over the internet. That's really fucking stupid. Like that just never runs well, especially a stranger. Like, I don't know, somebody you love, go have fun. But like, so I was messaging with her for a while because i was like no like i'm not sending you news i was bored as well like i had nothing to do obviously junior in high school but at a golf tournament keep in mind but um i asked and i was like oh you know why are you asking me like how did you get my snapchat she was like oh i got given it by somebody in your school and i was like who she gave me an actual name of a guy in my school i was like oh that's really weird how do you know him she goes oh i have his nudes i was like what do you mean you have his nudes like yeah um i got his nudes and he, he paid me like 300 bucks to not send them out anywhere and i was like really why like, are why you... tell you that i don't because i wasn't falling for it and i don't know like i wasn't friends with the kid but i asked and i was like do you do this to a lot of people she was like yeah it's a good way to make money <laughs> like, okay it's really weird and technically it's super illegal because all these kids are under the age of 18 <laughs> yeah pop off queen <laughs> like where is she now? Um, but it was, it, I apparently was a girl in the, um, like the neighboring high school. Who huh. do this. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's real fucked up. So that's our favorite fashion game mode. Vans at the Met Gala. <laughs> um, oh, Harry asked a question. I love Harry. Harry asked, is Supreme back with Tremaine? There was a rumor uh, that Tremaine Emery was leaving, right? Did Supreme ever leave? Uh, I think out of the like, so, you know, 
I've said this multiple times in the podcast, but Supreme from like 2014 to 2018 became, uh, I mean, even into 2019, honestly, became like Nike SB for a year and then it became Rick Owens um, with like Cardi. Wait, what? You know, like that, that young. So if you just the permanent age of like streetwear consumption is like 16 to 18, maybe 15 to 18. And so Mm. if you take kids who were 16 back in 20, uh, not 2014, but like 2015 to 2019, maybe a little bit older, it was Supreme. Then it became like Nike SB and whatever the cargo pan of the the month was. And then it became Rick um, and Balenciaga. Hmm. Like that's, I mean, that's, you know, that's why all the opium kids are, you know, all I'm going to say, is, I, 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 I don't know why I'm like being shady about it. You know, there's not that many pairs of pentagram Rick docs out there or pentagram Rick Ramones. Like a lot of them are fake. There's a lot of demand coming from 15, 18 year olds. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't really understand the, uh, the leather pants and balaclava in school. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, yeah. Look, I, I, yes, I uh, I mean I I maybe don't understand but I think I get it. Like I feel like I remember being in school and wanting to like stand out as this like cool fashion icon for like whatever reason and like impressionable kids who listen to a lot of yeet, you know. What's well, whatever like the popular musicians of, you know, the t- the kids in high school are wearing. like, you know, for you and uh, I guess not you, but for me it was like Tyler, the creator in middle school. Man, how old do you think I am? 36. I I was like, Tyler, the creator was like, I think like a big part of fashion when I was in yeah. high school. I was going to say like Tyler, the creator was a huge, I mean, even still like maybe a little bit less. I'm oh, so glad that all the past stuff went away. You and I have very different Tyler, the creators though. Do we? Yeah. The Tyler, the creator that was big when you were in, in high school oh no i his like lasting impact from like you know what 2013 when uh what's the the uh blinds wide open to the events you in the yeah yeah when he's wearing that's like the start of like nice tyler that that song (laughs) no that's like don't get me wrong that song is horrible that that's that whole album is like the last like fucked up tyler the creator album yeah yeah and before that, it oh, was she. so much worse. Why can't I remember that? She came out in, holy shit, 2011? Yeah. I remember kids being into Supreme because of that video back in, I guess, 2012. I was, yeah. a fre- I was a fucking sixth grader? Are you serious? I think I went and saw Odd Future in, like, maybe it was 2011. I went and saw, like, that tour, and I was, like, <clears throat> in, like, uh beige shorts and high socks and fans and like uh right. uh i made a i made a like tyler the crater ski mask nice it was i was an impressionable young lad my friend day used to be pretty tight with that whole crew they like yeah. knew him he would go backstage at concerts and stuff and now they hate him <laughs> he also i think he hit or he went like back and forth hitting on um doja cat for a while mm. like we've all been there instagram dms um Connor Dot Schrader asks, "Is selvage worth it? If it's quality, Man, yes. If it's not, no." Yeah, that's always such a like. It's like saying, "Is cotton worth it?" Yeah, so people people interchange selvage and raw way too much. Yep, this is something I'm really nitpicky about. Michael, talk to him. What's the difference? Well, so selvage refers to the uh, the end of the 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 loom 
of the denim and it's it's a single continuous thread looped back and forth through the entire uh width of the denim and then raw refers to being uh rope dyed typically and untreated so that your jeans are made of blue threads with a white core in the center and they will fade as they are worn there's also a weird i wouldn't say misconception but a lot of raw jeans that are being sold maybe not sort of two denim heads like my girlfriend has a pair of raw jeans but they're washed once just because it makes them a little bit softer yeah um but there is a difference in that you do get different fading i think people believe it i don't think it's that radically different from raw and one wash also yeah so like one wash does it softens things up and thus you get not as sharp of creases um it's the same as like soaking a pair of jeans when you get them one thing i think jeans are mormon you can't go to hell if you don't machine wash your jeans <laughs> um you just gotta soak them you just gotta let them sit in there for a bit it'll feel good um, somebody shaking the tub <laughs> uh, um anyways uh the i think one thing is that a lot of jeans are sold as like raw in that they're like untreated or unwashed or like not sanded yep. but they won't um they won't fade in the same way that like like shuttle loom rope dyed raw mm-hmm. denim will because that's like a process that gives you like a very specifically like white centered yarn with blue indigo around the outside yeah and I, a, like, a good yeah. test semi unironically but if you have a true raw denim that is selvage as well you can almost stand them up by themselves. And when you first put them on, you're going to be like, why the fuck did somebody send me cardboard? Mm. Um, I think a lot of mass produced or like ready, not ready to wear. I, you know, it's not like that, but a lot of denim that is readily available. Like if you go into your local store, that's you know, carrying, I'd say bigger brands um, that aren't doing like heritage denim. um, They'll be pretty comfortable when you put them on. Um, Mm which is usually a sign that they've been washed once or twice, um, even yeah. if they say raw. The, the answer to this question is that good selvage is worth it and bad selvage is not. Yeah, yeah. And that's just denim. And ge- I have a lot of really good denim that's not selvage. And uh, Uniqlo makes a lot of selvage denim that is probably not that great. Yeah. I mean, um, there's also something, a lot of that older selvage denim, like the stuff that'll <clears> last all, uh, you know, a lot of those old Levi's um, from the fifties and sixties, that's all selvage um, mm. or maybe not the sixties. Uh, forgive me if I'm forgetting my history, but um, it's also not uh, always why, but it is a part of the reason why it lasts quite a long time. Um, forgive me if I'm wrong or correct me if I'm wrong, Michael, but the fabric is pretty resilient. Um, mm. yeah. Depends on what you're doing to it. It's true. Heavier denim tends to, uh, you know, it's more abrasion resistant, but also heavier denim gets some really weird rips or not rips, but like holes in it. Um, like where where my like 24 ounce jeans have creased, they are starting to rip through because the the like friction of the threads oh. being so th- it's like tearing it's 24 itself. ounce denim. That's crazy. That's the award winning pair. Oh, OK. I think all of mine are 18, maybe I got to check on my big boot cut ones that I wear every day. Actually, I could hmm. probably look. They're right here. <laughs> God damn it, Saul. <clears throat> I like spreading some misinformation. Let's see. Uh, where's the care label? Man, this is a really funny question. Ask it. From safety pin. There's no answer. What are typical reactions for you guys when people call your fits gay? 
feels like a compliment. Um, that hasn't happened to me in two decades. Yeah. Uh, that, I'm trying to think. I mean, like, you get those comments on TikTok and everything. Usually it just means that, you know, your your content has hit the provib, you know, proverbial explore page and you're, you know, other 15 outs. I've never um, had that on TikTok or Instagram. Oh, no. I had to, have, like, censor the, the F slur um on tiktok whoa oh yeah kids are kids are brutal you know 14 year old with nothing to do they learn it you from know, tiktok comment sections i learned it from call of duty 4 lobbies yeah i learned it from 4chan <laughs> god <laughs> i don't think that's the flex that you think it is oh i don't think it's a flex no the flex is that i'm well adjusted now that's true yeah um we did it <laughs> i saw a screenshot like two summers ago from um i guess it was 4chan with a tip about fishing it was a really good tip there's honestly there's some some regular shit in there yeah i mean Sometimes. i don't frequent it but yeah <laughs> um xander.ma asked what's the strangest thing you could make out of raw denim that would still have practical use Ooh, that's a really good question uh practical use probably a backpack just because you wouldn't want a either dyed denim on your back it would just color anything it rubbed against uh you know when you go to like seafood boil restaurants and they put the little bib around you that'd be kind of fresh i'm not gonna lie <laughs> that but raw denim uh i'm trying to think of like practical but strange car seat that would be crazy <laughs> that'd be tight you got the you got the like ass shape faded into it i thought you meant like a baby car seat oh that too you got the baby <laughs> ass shape faded into it just the yeah pouch the jouch jouch would just be uncomfortable more 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 so than anything yeah it would take forever to break in yeah this is my uh herman miller jouch uh <laughs> two years three washes i don't know i think that there's uh a lot of weird information regarding denim right now just yeah. out there where people are recommending selvage or raw or whatever but it's not actually selvage i mean maybe you know it's selvage but it's but not it's, raw. yeah like it's just weird it feels like i mean there are a lot of people who are super knowledgeable but you know they're just bullying people in like discord servers or forums they're not making tiktok content the uh there's this thing where like you know blank street coffee this is gonna make sense eventually i hate blank street coffee right so but no i hate blank street coffee but blank street coffee is like not really any different from starbucks but they've like co-opted the aesthetic of like a nice third wave coffee shop. Yep. Like they look deceivingly. They just, they just figured out that like people immediately assume that like a white tile, uh, minimal wooden counter looking coffee shop is going to be like a local good coffee shop. And so you you don't have to bother doing it. You can just make it look like that. Um, I think the same is true in a lot of clothing where like good take the (laughs) like you realize that like heritage details will make your clothing like more appealing like you have selvage even if it's just like cheaply produced and you like you're not using like vintage looms or whatever the like requirement is here Um, and you like put chain stitch runoff on everything and you like rivet all your like pockets and whatever like it's you're you're sort of getting closer to the idea of like this is what people think good quality like clothing is but you're still just making mass produced kind of terrible fast fashion shit yeah no i mean that's 
I think a really good take that I hadn't quite put the the what the dots together in my head. Yeah. Um it's how they get you, man. I think that's true of a lot of things. Oh, I don't know. I think that a lot of it's it's weird because the nature of capitalism is that you want to build stuff that has the appearance of lasting but will break as soon as possible. Mm. <laughs> or yeah. just outside of the warranty. Like that's why Toyota doesn't sell Hiluxes in the United States because the F one fifty or was it the the Chevy Colorado that comes out with like the oh it has an ice chest in the tail bed like whoa it'll just like it'll break after two years the you know yeah. the second you're outside of the warranty it's just gonna break you buy another one that's why I don't own a car that's why you just can't afford a Hellcat uh, uh, I like this question Hayden Wanhala asks where can I buy staples without feeling guilty office supplies don't just go to Office Max <laughs> why do you feel guilty um, no I mean. I think honestly, like you know, there is no ethical consumption of fashion. Ha ha ha! Produces a ton of waste, and you know, I think you just have to sort of accept that. Um, what you can do is take care of your things. Um, I have Uniqlo shirts. The one I'm wearing right now is from sophomore year of college. That is four years old, five years old, um, and it's still in good shape. I, you know, I don't beat my shit up you know i take it outside i'll go hiking in it but at the end of the day i'll wash it and i'll hang dry most of my my clothing just to like keep it in good shape um i don't think you have to feel guilty if you try and just take care of your your things it is different when you're in college and you're working with those like horrendous fucking you know community washing machines that just scald everything you know i was getting burn stain or burns on a lot of my clothes bernstein bears yeah but if you can and you have the the you know ability, take care of your clothing. That's how you don't feel guilty. Just make sure it lasts. Yeah, I I think um, you know, you need clothes the way you need food, the way like you know, it's it's nearly impossible to buy any of that stuff without like some sort of negative impact. Um I think the issue is and is always like excess, like, you know, thousand item sheen hauls and and like uh what's it like people who just like constantly shop and buy like a hundred h&m shirts in a year and wear them once and then just like Mm -hmm. throw them in a closet or like whatever throw them out well yeah i mean i you know fuck it i'll I'll say name or i guess i don't even know their names but (laughs) there are people on instagram reels who make h&m hauls or look at my uniqlo like we know it's things that you're not wearing um, and yeah. again, I, I think this goes back to my argument against reps. I mean, there's so many arguments against it, but like, if you're going to buy fake things, just take care of them. Like, make sure they last and don't just treat them like shit. Like, hmm. have respect for the things you wear just in the same way that you wouldn't like go and slam your car up against a, you know, concrete wall. Don't do stupid shit in your clothes. Don't break them just to break them. You know, I do a lot of stupid shit in my clothes for the record. No, I it's one thing to do stupid shit. It's another to like voluntarily destroy the things that you own. Mm. Um yeah. you know, if you want to like distress something, do it on something from a thrift store rather than something that you own that you're just gonna throw out and buy another one of. Right? Like practice, get good. Um <laughs> get good is crazy. But get good. Um just I don't know, like respect the things that you have. You know, I, I think that any argument that we make is just gonna keep coming back to that. Um, and if you find a stable that you really like for me, it's Uniqlo shirts in a medium, like fit me great. I love them. They're $9 and they last me for four years. Like hell yeah. You know? Yeah. They last longer than the the $100 J press shirts that I got as like a Christmas gift. Yeah. Um, 
a similar question. Uh, do you think there is a good slash ethical way to consume slash make fashion content on social media from Jake Como? Um, uh, I, I think there is. I think that it goes back to trying to support something that is in line with your values. Um, mm. Go and watch and support creators that talk about quality clothing. Um, you know, keep in mind that a lot of them are paid to sell you things. Um, that's just the way that fashion marketing works nowadays. A lot of it is being seeded out to influencers. Um, so keep in mind that even though they're talking about a product, it may not be because they personally use it and support it. It's because they've been paid. Um, but if you're going to make content, just make sure it's well-researched, make sure that what you are doing is intentional and make sure that you're not spreading misinformation. Um, and if you're consuming it, just again, try and do it, um, or try and interact and, and support people that are, uh, again, like in line with your own values. Don't support people hmm. who are doing, Oh, this is my rep haul 20 KG, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I roughly the same. I think the, the main the main thing for me, like, is if you're going to make fashion content, at least try to be as genuine as you can. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, like, haters. There's a lot of people that just put out stupid content. There's a lot of people that don't, you know, again, I'll never knock a hustle, but they're in there to make money and do as many partnerships as possible. Um, but, again, there's some really good, like, content creators out there who really know their stuff. Like, you know, I'll give Albert his flowers any day of the week. He knows so much about vintage denim. He really cares about it. He'll speak about it, you know, ad nauseum. He'll support classic, you know, what was a good example? He was talking about a Madras mm. as a fabric and sort of its origins, which is really cool. And then he also posts thirst traps like, you know, go Albert. I love that guy. Um, who's who's Albert? Edgy Albert. Oh, Edgy Albert. Yeah. He's yeah. like the least edgy person in the world, too. He's so yeah. nice. Shout out. <laughs> Yeah, just um, you know, go and support people that are being authentic and genuine. And if you're going to make content, be authentic and genuine. I yeah. think that there's nothing cooler in the world than people who are like really nerding out about something that they love. Love to nerd out. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in this question uh also from Eric underscore smells. Uh Eric with a CK. Uh brand y'all like on other people, but not on yourself. And a Mule Meester. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, I'm just fat. Like, I can't, you know, I can't wear Andamula Meester. No, no, look, I I also don't like Andamula on me. Uh, I don't like men's Andamula Meester almost in general, with some uh, rare exceptions. Yeah, that's fair. I, I know a lot of people who make it look good, and, and if you don't think this applies to you, it doesn't apply to you. Uh, but if you wear a men's end meester, you end up looking like a background character in Disney's Haunted Mansion a lot of the time. Yeah. Unless you don't think you do, in which case you don't. Uh, but if you agree with me, you do. Um, there are some other brands like Jacques Mou is another good one. Like I love my girlfriend looks great in it, but when I wear it, it just looks very much like a baby's first investment banking check and then went to like Lake Como in Italy. Well, that's because you're wearing your girlfriend Jacques Mou's. <laughs> No, like it just looks it looks like I'm trying really hard to look wealthy. Um, yeah. But it looks good on so many other people. Um not so many. I think some guys look great in it. Um yeah, I, I don't know. Like you could list this with just about any brand. I think a lot of fashion brands just aren't cut to fit certain people. Um yeah. you know, short guys aren't gonna look as good as tall guys and vice versa in certain things, and that's just, you know, the way that it goes. Save Tom Brown for the manlets. Dude, I love Tom. That's a great example. I cannot wear Tom Brown. I tried. 
Trust me, I tried. I got it's home, tough. I had two pairs of shorts and a dress shirt, and I would get home and I would have like indentations in my crotch from the buttons. Dude, you kind of have to be built so exactly like Tom Brown. Oh yeah. I mean, how tall is Tom Brown? I don't know. I always assume he's quite short. Um Tom York's five nine. Aw, that's my height. You're not five nine. You think I'm taller or shorter than that? I think you're probably five ten. Really? You think so? <laughs> Uh, I'm always wearing boots. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, he's apparently 5'11". Tom Brown is 5'11". 1.75 meters. Oh, wait, hang on a sec. No, he's 5'9". <clears throat> yeah, so this, this uh, idolsheet.com says he's 5'11", but then it says he's straight. So, it, <laughs> like, you miss... <laughs> I thought you meant standing straight. I was like, no, 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 no. So if they're measuring it him. says It says height is 5'11", sexual orientation is straight. So clearly they're not doing, like, the slightest fraction of research uh we'll do one or two more questions before we do that michael you want to give a keyword or phrase that people who want to join the happiest place in fashion aka the pair of kings podcast discord um uh, i forgot my train of thought give us a, a word or phrase that people should message us at pair of kings pod on instagram if they'd like to join the discord bing chilling okay message us either the uh what the <laughs> the video or the the fucking just the words bing chilling just awakened the uh, the sleeper agent in Saul that knows that by heart. Zhao Shenghao, Zhong Guo, Zhang Shai, Wo Yo, Bing Chiling, Wo Han, Ji Huan, Bing Chiling, Dan Shi, Shuru, Yu. Oh God, I don't know the rest of it. I I can't get to the third sentence. Uh, white boy astonishes Chinese restaurant by ordering <laughs> an absolutely dog shit Chinese. I saw a really funny comedy video that was like Asian man shocks American restaurant. Like speaking perfect English, I that genre is so funny. Uh, um, that'll be me one day, ordering an absolutely dog shit Chinese. <laughs> I learned how to say iced americano. That's all I need. <laughs> what is it? Bing Meisha. <laughs> really bad pronunciation. No one who speaks Mandarin messaged what me about that at all. What the fuck did you just call me? What the <laughs> fuck did you just say about me? Um, musty bitch with a, a dot instead of the I asks, fuck it, shoe of the year or sneaker of the year, excuse me. Geobasket. Uh, I was going to say the Ramon, genuinely. Really? You think so? Oh, it's like the most in demand shoe right now. That's true, but like, does sneaker of the year have to be, uh, one, like, an accessible, like, actual sneaker that's dropping and two, like, new? Um, I mean, people are copying it for retail when it comes, like, true. when it re releases on Essence. Like, this is kind of a very like I only have a surface level understanding of sneaker culture, but um, I saw Jordan Lost and Founds and I really liked them. I don't even know what they are. They're the patent leather ones. No, no, it's 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 a re-release of the of the Chicago, like the original. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But like, r- they look like really like they look like a really good quality Jordan, which you know things go up and down a lot, um, and they're also like slightly distressed. Hmm. Um, that is a pair that I would have like worn had I gotten it, and that's rare for me. I think like a good Jordan <clears throat> One is pretty timeless. I think that the way in people, people are wearing the Jordan One in such a whack way now. It's like yeah. slim cut khakis and Jordan Ones. Yeah, it's it's a really good shoe. Uh, if you wear it well, I got these. Uh, the white dudification of. <sighs> Jordan crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, the like the like Jerry Seinfeld fit. Yeah. Uh he, he at least looked cool, I guess, before he 
Fetty Wapped with a 17-year-old, but what are you going to do? Fetty Wapped? A 1738, their ages. Oh, that's funny. Thank you. It's not my joke. Um, You know when you're on vacation, you just like buy stuff more readily? Yeah. Um, And I've never been interested in it, but I bought like shorts and like casual pants and just like a bunch of like Nike like homeware. Did you get a Nike tech? What's Nike tech? Oh, we got to get you in a Nike tech. What's that? It's just like another like popular thing with teenagers. It's what like Kai Sinat wears. What like is that. it? I want to know what object it is. Oh, oh, it's like a tracksuit. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, my bad. Uh, I bought like, I bought these like regular straight cut pants and like some of the like thin running shorts. Um, but I'm scared I'm getting too regular. Just... Am I not isoteric enough? Am I not isoteric? Also, I, I, know? I accidentally won. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I keep entering sneakers raffles sort of for a joke. For the bit? Because I, I never win them. And I'm like, well, maybe this time I'll win and it'll be funny. And either I'll know someone who wants them or I'll sell them for a million dollars or I will like them. And I won the like... Jordan Chicago colorway, but collab with Spider Man. Um, they arrived today. They're just okay. Oh, you ended up buying them? Well, you 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 have no choice. It's like automatic. Oh, I thought you could cancel. I think I could, but by the time I thought about it, they'd already because sh- it's like immediate. Like they shipped within like an hour of the thing going through, and then they arrived today. Um, Gotta walk those down to a sneaker store and just get your money and shipping back. Well, I can just return them. Oh, all right, yeah, that works. And then I think they will just like randomly because they were like a surprise drop. I think if I sell them, they will just like randomly a size nine will appear in stock on the website. Yeah, makes sense. <clears throat> or I could I, it's not I don't want to flip them. I don't have the energy. I like my girlfriend is really freaking. I don't know why I keep saying my girlfriend. Everybody listens to this knows who Anna is. Anna's freaked out about the uh, the new IRS rules because she'll like, you know, she'll sell old things on Poshmark. She's like, I don't want to exceed $600 of stuff sold on Poshmark, so I don't have to deal with the IRS. Is it $600? Is that the limit? Yeah. $600 profit or $600? It's $600. If it's over that, I think you have to start uh, filing, and then you can say that it was profit or whatever. Um, but Single any... item or throughout the year? Throughout the year, I think. Oh, damn. Yep. I might have already broken that. Get to off-site and boy. Oh, well, yeah, I offsite almost everything. Yeah, so just PayPal friends and family, you should be fine. I can't PayPal friends and family anymore. Why? I don't know. My shit's only business account. You scam too many people? No, I think it's because I'm connected through Grailed or some shit. They made me get like a oh, business account or whatever. Interesting. Watch, huh. try and send me $100 friends and family right now. See what happens. I don't know if I have $100. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I, finally, I finally made a purchase this year. I'm kind of excited. Oh, wait. Oh, what'd you buy? I got a few polo shirts for the summer. I'm just tired of wearing t-shirt and Patagonia baggies. I'm looking to... Wait, so what'd you get? Like, a few polo shirts. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like, Ralph Lauren or like, polo collar? Polo collar. Nice. Real smart. Real business casual. Well, my thing is like, I do so many stupid sporty things that, you know, like, I play golf and you can't show up in a t-shirt. But they'll let you show up in like the ugliest fucking polo as long as it's got a collar on it. So like, really? Oh yeah. So this summer uh, I'm gonna have like nothing to do, and I'm gonna be. Man, out. I want to start golfing. I'll teach you how to golf. It's really fun. Just to just to try and 
see how far I can push that rule. Like, oh, it's got a collar, so you're fine. Um, we should go to um Chelsea Piers next time I'm in the city. Yeah, I'm, I I actually I I don't know anything about like golfing on a golf course, but I I love driving ranges. I'll do the thing where I, I hit on you, where I stand behind you, and I'm like, this is how you move the club. Oh hell yeah! I think we're the right size for that. <laughs> I do want to try. I want to take a like a fit video. Have you seen the one of the two guys like walking behind each other? Hmm. No. You know oh yeah, where they're like like right up against each other. Yeah. I want to do that. That looks really fun. <laughs> um, two good questions sort of came in last minute. Okay. Um, the first one is you don't have to consume fashion to be a part of it. To what degree do you agree? Oh, the people 100%. who dress the coolest are like people who just like have been doing a cool job for a long time and just dress for that job well that's sort of the inverse of this question you that is consume... uh that is being a part of fashion without consuming it which is also possible but uh like are you sh- i'm picturing this like you can you can enjoy fashion you can be a fan of fashion oh, without having to like you know i guess both both sides of this i think are very very true you can be an incredibly well-dressed fashionable person and not think about it even slightly yeah yeah um more often than most old dudes in fucking new york and it's it is the not thinking about it that makes people dress better yeah um everyone else is too much to prove uh and then i also very easily i think you can just enjoy fashion as an art without the pressure of like like you know you can really enjoy like basquiat paintings and not own one yeah so surely you can really enjoy like like chaparelli runways and not own any of it yeah i think that's a good take it's all the same um, this is a question for you so i'll ask it of you tim underscore fazio lehandley asked does tom brown belong in the conversation for goat men's tailoring absolutely he doesn't belong in the conversation he is the conversation talk to him fucking he I, like i look i he's also hyper specific um and has had uh unforgivable repercussions on the general menswear industry um, talk to him how so <laughs> so curious the like the like uh sort of like mid 2000s thing where suits started to get too short and too skinny and like that was because of raf you think so yeah the the really skinny black suit for men the skinny suit yes but the short suit the like cropped pant okay that's all tom I'll give that to you. Um, and like not sh- not skinny, but like the, the blazers got too short and the yeah. like pants got too short. And I think that's really possible in a Tom Brown silhouette where you're like also raising the like height of the pants and you're yep. like squaring everything off. Um, when your J. Crew shirt, when your J. Crew blazer uh, has like a one inch overlap with your J. Crew pants, you look bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to Italy this summer and I really want to try and get a bespoke suit. Mm. Um, but I don't know, like, cause I would get it for like formal events, but I want it to be something that I could wear informally. Does that make mm. sense? Yeah. I just don't know what cut to go for in that case. Yeah. I don't know enough about like, standard... cause I have, I have like a good classic blue suit that fits me great. It's like formal. Mm. I wore it to my graduation. Like, you know, can wear that to almost anything. Good blue suit will do you. 90% of the time but like I don't know I kind of want like a brown suit yeah I don't know like a cool tweed or something who knows that's a that's like a it's kind of a winter suit there yeah I don't know we'll figure it out that sounds um, that sounds good I don't know I mean I I probably like 
pay too much. I probably like follow that die workwear guy too much now. And I'm just like, he's like a Twitter darling. Every single one of his tweets gets recommended to me and I don't follow him. Yeah. I don't even like his tweets. But I, I've seen too many of his tweets now and I'm like, yeah, suits should be wide and broad shouldered and long and like pleated and like traditional. I think that, that, that take is kind of whack, especially. Oh like- no. Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. That take is whack. If you have, if especially if you're like a skinny guy with non-broad shoulders and you wear a broad-shouldered suit, you instantly fall into like, I'm wearing my dad's clothing core. Yeah, but I still don't think that suits should be as skinny as they typically are. No, I agree as well. I mean, like, there's there's a sliding spectrum here. It doesn't need to be skinny yeah. or giant. Like, There's the standard suit cut that I see in public is bad. Oh, yeah, because you get like the, I, I call them the diamond cut pants because you get the really tapered leg into like a 34 inch waist which is like looks fine on some guys but like tapered down to a point and then the jacket is essentially tapered the other way where yeah. you get like a really skinny waist and then out again so you just kind of look like a big wedge like i it just doesn't look good on a lot of guys hmm. i um, think suit pants should be like straight um, there should they shouldn't be tapered like every yeah movie. i agree um they should be ta- like, i mean i think tapered suit pants are fine if you're skinny because they look great but, but i'm not so i also you know i obviously don't fully agree with die work work guy because a lot of what i wear could be considered suits and a lot of it is not uh following any of those rules i mean listen like in general i think for fashion it's make your own rules and wear things that look good on you and an unfortunate reality of fashion is that not everything is going to look good on your body I'm sure even if you scaled the things up to my size that Michael owns, it wouldn't fit me in the same way it does him. We have different leg lengths. We have different shoulder widths. Our chests are different. Our bodies are very different. Like even though it would fall into like small, medium, large, it just wouldn't be the same. I'm like, that's fine. Like, sure. It's annoying that I probably can't pull off certain things. I'm sure it's that way for Michael as well. But I think that we've maybe you a little bit better than me, but have figured out things that work for our body shapes and brands, especially um and you can just go and probably buy things and they fit you great and that's fine wear the things you like and like the things you wear i agree well also like make sure they fit also good tailor is a great i love my guy here his name's richard um like real ogs the podcast will remember richard but um i'll take pants to him and he'll do like full alterations for like 50 bucks 60 bucks which is pretty crazy for like totally re-chopping up a pair of pants dude's goaded yeah that's tight. nice guy oh before we get out of here michael any last notes uh no cool thank you for listening everybody uh join the discord interact with us over on instagram hopefully going to be back and doing some video content um a little bit sooner rather than later um dude who's been helping us is taking his i think bar exam shout out nathan good luck um Whoa. yeah but I hope everybody has a fantastic Thursday. Um, I will hopefully get this edited and out. Um, So hopefully you have a great Thursday morning. If not, a great Thursday afternoon. Um, This has been the Pair of Kings podcast. Song of the week. Oh, fuck. Good catch. Don't you dare. Song of the week. Um, Lead us off, Michael. What's your song of the week? Lemon World by The National. Lemon World? Lemon Party. What is Lemon Party? Oh, wait, you really don't know? It's like it's it's lighting up something in the back of my head, but <laughs> uh, well, you you remember there were like um, lemon party is a funny one. Le- you know there were all those like shock websites that were like yeah, like you know goats whatever goatsy. Goatsy. Um Most of those were like genuinely shocking things. Lemon party is just a picture of like 
some old guys having sex. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. But like everyone's like, ah, oh, it's gay old guys. That's yeah. scary. Um, ooh, if I haven't added this, I've been listening to a lot of country music recently. Um, Hell yeah. Again, I, I feel like I've been saying this too much. I need to like stop listening to country music before I become like a country music guy. Never stop. Uh, but uh, Write This Down by George Strait. It's a good fucking song. I love... God, George Strait, great musician. Not a hot take. <laughs> Not a hot take. Really, really regular take. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, any last notes before we go out, Michael? That's it. Those are the notes. Okay, let's do it again. Thank you so much to everybody for listening. This has been the Pair of Kings podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Pair of Kings Pod. You can message us or email us with any business inquiries at pairofkingspod at gmail.com. Um, as always, everybody, I'm Saul Thompson. You can find me on Instagram at Saul Thompson. This week by my wonderful co-host. I'm Michael Smith. You can find me on Instagram at at underscore Smithstagram. You can find me on TikTok at at Smithstagram. And you can email me at saul.thompson at yale.edu. <laughs> that's fine. See you later. Uh, that's fine. Yes. Um, take care, everybody. This has been the Paracons Podcast, where once a week, every week, for the foreseeable future, we bring you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. Take care. Have a great Thursday. And wear what you like and like what you wear. Wear what fits and fits what you wear. Wear. Throw a fit about what you're wearing and <laughs> and and wear uh, a fit. Shipmates cry the diesel. Take her down.